This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hi, Rubin. Hey, Suzanne. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah, I, I chipper am. Chipper as always? I'm chipper as always. <laughs> it's, I'm, still, I'm still celebrating Ansel's birthday. Wow. Yeah. It's like a festival. It is. Well, you know. A festival of painting with light. For photographers. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> every, when you're a photographer, everyone always asks you if you wish you were Ansel Adams. Oh. I, I, and I don't at all. I mean, I look at some of these, uh, you know, landscape photographers and I can see like they are in the tradition of this great wilderness guy who yeah. loved, loved the outdoors and tried to capture that. And that's not really me. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you know what? I think it's important to to know your own. Like uh, I often say, test for preference when I put mood boards together. It's as important to know what you like as what you don't like. Well, I do. So, I mean, I, he is an inspiration, and there's a, yeah. a lot of his pictures that I like. But he's got a huge canon. Like this guy, you know, took pictures for his whole life, and you know, it's probably not cool to say it, but you know, I'm not a fan of all of his stuff. It just it just doesn't do a lot for me. And then he has these photographs that I can't get out of my head. And wow. honestly, you don't need to have all your pictures be great to have some of them be the best photographs ever made, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and I was remembering because uh, my my family had uh, really collected photographs when I, you know, when it was started when I was little. But most of them began as the photographs of Jerry Ulsman, who mm-hmm. was their friend. And. Uh, Ansel Adams was the first photographer outside of that, really, that they got. There was a kind of a big moment when they got their first Ansel Adams. And the photograph that they got was um, his photograph of the dunes. It's just a, a photo of dunes. Mm-hmm. And I asked my parents why that one. And they had said that it felt like a charcoal sketch. It did not – that it it felt it, – it, it was a photograph and it was not um, – abstract in that way when you look up something super close that you can't tell what it is like it was a just a wide shot but it's it just felt like charcoal on paper wow and i think they they because they liked this sort of abstractness and this modern look it had a very modern feel right and i grew up like that of all his photographs i stared at that one the longest it's funny to me a couple things about that one is that the screensaver on my mac now or when i launch my mac right is arguably the same dune or a similar <laughs> a similar dune and it's in color yeah. and it's beautiful that's why they put it there but i hate it mm-hmm. it, it and it fails in so many ways to me it's just too perfect it's like a photo it's been it's like it's just a painting right. it doesn't feel like someone sketched it and it's has emotion in it it's just this sort of it's not raw enough it's just smooth it's like someone took a model and f- photoshopped his or her skin to be unnaturally perfect yeah and so that's how i feel about that color one from from apple but i but the adams you know that was what really got my parents where's it hanging now uh in the hall yeah i mean i mean my parents hall, i guess (laughs) uh and yeah it and it do you still stop at it when you when you're home visiting them 
I do. Well, you can see the photo in other, like it, it's around. Ansel printed a number of that image and you can, mm-hmm. you know, so I see it from time to time and I'm reminded of that. But anyway, that was, uh, that was an Ansel. And then the other thing that Ansel would say that I like, he said a, a lot of things that were very cool that resonated for me. And one was that great photographs are not taken, they are made. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, spoke to me. I mean, you can go out and try to get that picture and you can, you know, use that to, to rationalize various sorts of various types of, you know, photoshopping to make your picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think that's what he meant specifically. But he, he definitely worked on his image. Like you capture it and that's half the battle. And the way he described it is that the, the, the negative is the uh, score, mm-hmm. like a musical score, and the print is the performance. Oh, that's very nice. Like and, how he kind of conducts it, like burning and dodging. Yeah, you're 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 acting it out. You're making this. Um, you're making it, mm-hmm. and every time you make it is a chance to make it again, remake it, yeah. make it differently, make it differently. Yeah. And I like that. I, I I want each object I make to have its own char- character. I'm not. I don't want to mass produce it. I don't want to find the image and get it perfect and then make a ton of them. I have it on every Mac screensaver. Well, that would be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> but I mean, I think what's interesting is you just said an object that I make. And I don't think that, I don't think everyone necessarily thinks of a photograph as something that they are making or that they think of a photograph as an object. I think that's an interesting um, sort of like distillation for you to, to, to see it that way. It, it is. Um, and it's oddly important to me mm-hmm. that it, like, to me, today we take all these digital images and we can screen them on our phones and share them and all that but to me they're still not done they're just i'm just sharing the idea of it i'm kind of running it up the flagpole i'm looking yeah. at a contact sheet i'm i've got them all there but they're half they're not post produced they're not sat with or thought of and um and the reason you know i i don't always want to be like pimping neo modern but the reason neo modern exists largely is to get those images out of your phone and to make an object out of them yeah. it doesn't matter if it's pr- framed but you you have to print it mm-hmm. and i'm i'm reminded of you know how important printing is it's not just a a, a paper copy of the of the digital thing and it's maybe inferior in some way because it's so you know physical mm-hmm. I, I think you know i say this all the time it's not photography if it's not printed right i mean that, that's a strong thing but i'm i kind of would go to the mat on this like it it really isn't and i've I kind of formulated my reasons of why um why printing is so important yeah um actually i've kind of you've got your top five i got my <laughs> more than my top five top yes. ten no no no. it's five there's like five five real reasons that i think you have to print well what are your top five let's okay. talk about them um well, the first one, and I think maybe the most important, is that the the process of selecting itself is is part of what makes photography photography. I took a bunch of pictures, hundreds, thousands, it doesn't even matter. Maybe the drone took the pictures. But I have to sit down and go through those and make a decision that that is the picture. I don't... What is your eye? What is what, what do you want to claim as like your piece that you see as like the yeah, curated element? Yeah, and it's like sets a bar because yeah. I'm not going to print all of them so mm-hmm. i have to cho- like I'm, it was easy to take all of them but it's hard to print all of them and, right. and hard to consume all of them so i'm going to pick the unique one the best one if i can right. and that is a non-trivial 
aspect of photography. Mm -hmm. It is we've lost it. We used to have to print it for other reasons to even see it. Right. And so it was kind of built into it. But I don't think once you've split that out where you can experience the photograph without printing it, you now just have to print it because that's what makes it into a photograph. Well, so even that, even back in the day when you were making a contact sheet, it's not that every every single photo was being printed large. It was printed on a contact sheet, and then you were sort of circling and cropping the ones that you wanted to kind of curate from, like pull from the masses. You're looking at them tiny, and you're trying to decide what would is worthy yeah. to see larger. So you pick a couple that because you, you can't tell. Right. We don't need to do that, right? Now we can tell exactly what it'll kind of look like large. But so uh, I think that that um, is a really top. It's it's really more than number one. It is the es- essence of photography to yeah. print it out. So that's that's one. Um, the second thing is kind of weird. It, it's just the, the idea of legacy creation and curation where, uh, you know, you go through your whole life and you collect all kinds of th- moments and photographs and clothes and furniture right. and like right. all the, the, the cruft of our lives, yeah. right? And when you die, when you've finished your life, they just throw it all out or, mm-hmm. you know, you can't, not going to keep unless you're freaking king they're not going to enshrine all your stuff and right. most of it's gone but some things last what what lasts like things that are easy to keep things that are small things mm-hmm. that remind people of you like mm-hmm. it's, it's a small subset right someone keeps a tie someone right. keeps a a ring from the grandmother right mm-hmm. photographs are what are kept and they uh, transcend other you know, technology's changing. They're kind of timeless and easy and, and they store perfectly mm-hmm. because they're flat. Uh, they don't need to be huge. Well, I think that the, and they, they so fully, they're, they're capsules, they're moments that you get to reference. I actually find it so interesting, but also kind of sad when you go to like a garage sale or something and someone is selling a box of photos. I always, I'm always, <laughs> I always look through them. And then my, I have a friend, uh, Italian friend, Lou, and she's lovely, Ludovica, and she, <laughs> she I used to buy them and she's like, those are haunted. They'll bring haunted <laughs> memories into your house. Don't buy them. And I was like, you're being ridiculous. Yeah. But it's like, I I just, there's something about these stories that I would see and I, I couldn't help myself to be like, I wonder what happened to these people. I wonder where they are now. And they're, they're kind of beautiful. That's so cool. Capsules and moments. Lo- I, lo- I know people who collect other people's old photos. They have just amazingly weird and it's strange and what did fun. they do do they put them in albums or on I, the wall no, or? they sometimes juxtapose them or mm-hmm. do different things with them or they see other things in them yeah and i think that that's a really good like the, what a cool kind of weird thing anyway yeah. um maybe we should have said the thing about it being haunted i don't i no, don't think that way but <laughs> no, you might you have other thoughts about hauntedness you've brought up other haunted stories here that's true yeah. Wait, that'll be another show. Okay. The haunted show. <laughs> we'll save it for Halloween. Okay. Um, but this legacy curation thing, I, I just, I don't feel like I want my heirs to have the responsibility to go through all of my stuff. It just seems rude that I'm going to live my life and, and die and maybe they find some cool stuff and maybe they don't. And they'll, they'll choose whatever they want. But if I want to have any say in the matter... You know, I'd like to go through my pictures and pick out these are the ones I think are good. This is what I think yeah. are worthy. I'm not going to give you 180,000 digital files for you to ruin your weekend. Right. I'm um, here are some prints that I made that I love. 
it's so funny. I mean, that's that's it. Just strikes me such a very modern thought of I'm not going to have you have to go through my digital files. You this know, is like a modern. This is a the, modern problem. This is a very modern problem. Yeah. I mean, to even have be concerned with that it's it's one of those things that is honestly almost easily dismissed. So yeah. to to capture these memories that you valued and want to pass on. Yeah, that like you're calling them out and saying these, uh, these are the memories that I keep in my life that are important to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Take them if you'd like. Yeah. Okay. Number three. Number three is uh, that when you look at a digital image, it can be seen on a on a phone. It can be seen on a laptop. Uh, it can be seen on a television set. They have different ways of presenting. People crop them, and people are seen with too much light or glare. Mm-hmm. There's a infinite ways this could be sort of experienced. None of those I have any control over. It's just however you happen to see it. Mm -hmm. And if I care about my pictures, if I cared when I took it, how it was cropped and what you saw in it and where your eye moves around, I need to proscribe how you experience it if I want you to get that. So printing it as a way of sort of force, it's a force function. This is how it should be seen from this distance with this detail in this way that that is too, very dark and this is supposed to be light. And I've chosen all of those things and the print freezes that. And, it's like making your statement as an artist. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a much more artistic. It, it means that it's respecting my work as an artist mm-hmm. that, I, that I made those decisions and they matter, that they are implicit in what is the photograph. And so – you don't get to crop it. You don't get to see it weird and overexposed and for a second. Like, I need it to be seen the way I shot it for you to have the experience I wanted you to have. Yeah. So um, so that's, that's three. Um, the fourth thing is I, it, you're making a physical object. And a physical object is not an ephemeral kind of uh, idea. It is a, a real thing that has real history. And in our culture, we imbue physical objects with various types of meaning. You know, um, it's like it's kind of magical thinking, right? Uh, it, this is a picture. It has value. It's not just a piece of paper. It's mm-hmm. a picture of my grandmother um, doing something. And my parents had it in their closet for a while, and then they pulled it out, and then I had it on my shelf. Like, yeah. it has a history, mm-hmm. and it, it might even age. Like, you don't want your pictures to to yellow and fade, but but at least it has... The, the markings of time, mm-hmm. the handlings of time. And uh, I think objects are important. Now, yes, objects burn in fires and they get worn and things happen, but that's the joy of objects, you mm-hmm. know, especially – and photographs are among those. So I think that it's great to make a physical object. It's like the difference between telling someone you're giving them flowers and giving them flowers, you know. <laughs> it's just – it's just it's not just an idea. There's an right. effort there right. and there's an object there and people press the flowers. And... You've put the effort forth. Right. <laughs> I've done it. Right. Um, the, the fifth thing I would say – I'm torn on what the fifth thing is. But I, I think that the fifth thing is the hedge of technology mm. that I promise you our technology is going to go away, that it's going to – at some point in time, something will happen. You will lose control of access to the cloud. Account numbers change. Mm-hmm. File formats are not readable. Uh, whatever it is, right. that we, we enter a new world order and there's no power. Yeah. You know, yeah. someone takes over the country and the companies go out of business. And it, it doesn't even matter what it is. A, a physical print is a, 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 it's a hedge yeah. to all this other stuff, those other things, the cloud and, and Facebook and all that are wonderful. And when they all work, it's great. 
but you can't it would be naive to believe that these will always be accessible and people will just pull them up on their phone like we don't know you want to go through your life thinking that's probable okay but this is a hedge pick the things that are important that you do want to keep and maybe it's not a ton but it's some well, I mean, it's, I think being around long enough to seeing how music is transformed from like a cassette to a CD to, you know, now no one, I don't, I don't even have a CD player anywhere. Right. Oh, actually, no, maybe in the car. I think there might be one in the car. But it's like that, that, that just doesn't, doesn't exist anymore. It's of course, it's all on Spotify or whatever. It also makes me think of just the importance of having the objects. I remember when we were younger and you'd have to plan these things with your family. Like if the house goes on fire, where what, oh, are, what we, are you gonna grab? What do you grab and where do we meet? And like the dog my, my, <laughs> and the scrapbook, right? My mother always had uh, my mother's was always the photo albums. Grab the photo albums and and that was it. We didn't have pets at that time. So oh. I mean no one was grabbing a dog. Okay. Unless good. it was not ours, which would have been weird. But um, but polite. Polite. Yeah. <laughs> grab dog, the random dog. <laughs> if, it's, if the house is on fire, grab any dogs you see. <laughs> but um, it, it just strikes me as uh, that was that that was what she wanted. That was what was most important to the house because that didn't exist anywhere else and it couldn't be replaced. Right. Uh, but today, I think uh, proponents of cloud stuff would say, well, that's why you keep it in the cloud. Well, why you don't have a scrapbook, because if your house burns down, you lose all that stuff and now you won't lose it. But now it's lost because I never look at it. Now it's, it's never existed worse. in the first place. It's maybe you know? worse, it right? It is maybe worse. I can't even ask, you know, going back and looking at old photos, you can only go back so far and then it doesn't sink and you're like, oh, this is useless. Or or it's like hiding in plain sight. It's like mm -hmm. I have 180,000 pictures now. Right. So it's hidden. It's not hidden like I can't find it, but right. I can't find it. Right, exactly. You know, where are the pictures from the trip to Baja? It's like, oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> You know, they're in there somewhere. Give me a month. <laughs> and so you don't do it. Yeah. Um, I do want to kind of a, a postscript would be a, a sixth one would just be when I'm and we talked about it in an earlier episode where I just think you need to live with an image sometimes to decide if you really like it. So this is kind of for artists more than um, just fun hobby photographers. Yeah. But printing it out is a chance to, to kind of really experience it for a long period of time to decide if this is the picture I like, if I want to frame it or keep it or mm -hmm. hand it down, or is it just like, wow, I got tired of it. Well, I wouldn't say just artists. I'd say anyone that is looking to take their photography you know, kind of to the next level and get more comfortable saying, my work is a valuable memory that I want to fill my my walls with so that I can look at it and I can remember continuously. I don't think it is something that has to be limited to the artiste um, <laughs> air quotes. Yeah. Just because that that's a pretty those are pretty daunting air quotes. Yeah, yeah. And you know, photography's for everybody. That's a great thing about exactly, photography. Yeah. So um and that you know well, those my, are good top five. Six. Those are good top five five and a half, five point yeah. one, right? <laughs> uh and and pet and, and petro and neo modern mm -hmm. Uh, and by the way, we just launched Neomodern online so oh, cool. that it's not just a San Francisco treat. Ooh. It is now something that people can go to the neomodern.com anytime. They can live chat with their printmaster, oh, upload their pictures, do it all there. And um, I'm really hoping that it opens it up. Like we, we have this busy place on Union Street in San Francisco, but how many people live right in this super kind of whatever yeah. cool place? Now anyone can experience this, and I'm hoping people avail themselves of what we're doing because we're really taking something that only professionals have ever really had, which is to have a, a master printer physically printing your objects. Yeah, no, that's amazing, and, and it's so easy. And anyone can do it. I like I think of it like Uber, 
Like there was a time that Uber was sort of like having a limo. Oh, totally. Like, or if someone driving you somewhere was having a limo. Yeah. And now Uber made it so that – or and Lyft, right? Right. That anybody can have that experience of uh, having a limo driver to pick you up and drop you off. So this is what it would be like if you were a professional and you had a, a print master. And Absolutely. we have democratized that. So everyone can have one yeah. when you need one. Just maybe I only need it a couple times a year. But um, but if I'm getting into the hobby of photography and I want to print, it's like I have a printer yeah. who can just work with me and sh- ship it, ship me the prints. And... Well, and I've done it for like client gifts. I've actually done it really oh, recently. Sorry. I just did the, the test when I was um, – I'm like, let's see how fast this is. How I, was it? It was awesome. It was great. I mean, literally the next day I had a call scheduled. We talked through the print. We talked through the edits. Um, did they share the day after? Did they share their screen so you could see them working or just do a, a, a yep. voice one? Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. Shared screen. Uh-huh. Uh, talked through it. Um, made adjustments. And uh, yeah, it was it was excellent. Awesome. And I had the, you know, had the print ready within you know 24 hours or something like that. Right. Well, they insane. probably did it as soon as they hung up with you. They, yeah. they finished printing it, framing it or whatever. And yeah, it ships out the next day. It was so fast. It was, and it was just really, really easy. Really happy. I'd also, um, I'd done a, another because uh, I was trying to go for a larger print, and so I'd gone with another vendor uh-huh. to see what it was like, and I was horribly disappointed. What happened? It was just the print quality was terrible, and it was it was supposed to be archival paper and things like that, and I wanted to do um, a larger format than Neo Modern does, and mm-hmm. so I was like, all right, well, I'll just test it. I'll see what it looks like. Had the same image done. Oh. looked like crap um <laughs> and so when i did when i did it with neo modern it just it looks fantastic the frame oh, is great nice. that's good and the we, price you know awesome i'm sorry we don't i mean we don't do giant giant we're not putting them on glass and we're not making these giant wall size pictures i just think that people that's a rare thing that you have a picture you want huge well, and that's what i realized too is like the power of that image you know that much bigger when you know when it end this compared to the size I ended up printing it. I'll take a side by side photo so you can see them. Yeah, I'd like to um, see it's, that. It's uh, it's so much more impactful in the frame with the correct matting, beautiful oh, color. Cool, yay. Yeah. Well, didn't I'm, mean that to turn into a total commercial. Yeah, but it was. I was but, very happy. But I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm gung ho on printing, yeah. and I you know I built a company that I hope will connect people to printing. I don't care where they get it done. I just yeah. think that we do an unbelievably good job. I actually, okay, I lied. You totally, I totally, yeah, yeah I totally you should totally care. print there. It is I, much better. <laughs> All right. Message me and I'll let you know where not to go. All right, well, thank um, you. So we'll wrap it up. Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos, and post comments. Please leave reviews and ratings on iTunes or wherever you listen. And don't forget to subscribe. We get new listeners from you telling your friends and spreading the word. If you know someone who might get something from us, send them a link. Thanks to Mitchell Foreman for our theme music and all of you for hanging out. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time.